Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I know tonight's going to be powerful and your offering is going to make a difference in your life. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. I thank you guys for sowing. Hallelujah. Well, tonight, I wanted to talk tonight and tomorrow night about the Holy Ghost. And uh, we're going to just, um, we're going to look at some stuff. I'm going to shift this around a little bit. I'm going to go to Romans, go to King James, Romans 8, 14. I want you to look at this. And, uh, you know, sometimes we go over this stuff. We're a little too quick and I don't want to be quick. So this is why I like these summits. We're going to do more next year. Um, same, same along the line. Uh, because I want you to, uh, I want you to, I want to take time sometimes. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to take time. And when you take time, you kind of get the understanding that I could kind of, I could help you flow in this. Romans 8, 14. And we talk about being led by the spirit of God. For as many as are, y'all know these scriptures, but you need to hear. If you ain't excited about it, when you hear it, you don't really, you haven't received it yet. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, I'm going to talk to you about the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to talk to you about how he operates in your life and what he's trying to get you to get to. So many times we, we overlook the Holy Spirit. So many times we just, we don't, really, we don't really lean on the Holy Spirit. And it's so important that we start going back to a life of being spirit-led. Sometimes in life, we just get too busy and we're moving too fast forward in, in our own ability. When all the while, the Holy Spirit's been looking to grab a hold of you. And I'm going to talk to you about praying in tongues probably a little bit tomorrow. And I'm gonna, maybe even a little bit tonight. That you, you have to understand that this spiritual ability is found in the realm of the Spirit. Um, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now look at verse 816. Okay? The Spirit himself. Because you got to understand something about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not an it. He's a person. He's a person living inside of you. He's a person with a personality. So many people miss this. Because they don't understand. You can grieve the Spirit of God. You can, he, see, I like to say this. The fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control is the characteristics of his identity. It's who he is. He's, he is love. So the Holy Spirit in you is love. He is joy. He is peace. But his manifestations are his attributes, are part of his characteristic is the gifts of the Spirit, the working of miracles, the gift of faith, you know, gift of prophecy, tongues and interpretation. That's when he manifests. So he has a character. So you would say, what is the character of the Holy Ghost? Well, the character of the Holy Ghost is love. The character or the, you could say, what is the fruit of the Spirit? Now, sometimes what happens in this, we say, do you have the fruit of the Spirit? Well, before you start getting into, do you have the fruit of the Spirit? The Holy Spirit has the fruit of the Spirit. Does that make sense? He is the fruit of the Spirit. So if you've got him, you've got the fruit of the Spirit. Sometimes we don't have our mind renewed to who we are in Christ, and therefore we live void of understanding of certain things we've already received. He's trying to lead you to love. 
Don't get stubborn. He's trying to lead you to faith. Don't get, don't get stiff. He's trying to lead you to peace and joy. He's trying to lead you. But sometimes what happens is we start looking at all the other stuff to tell us whether we should have peace or we should have joy. But you can't look at circumstances. You got to stay in the spirit. That's why it says the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. Now, you can go to King James, Proverbs 20, 27. It talks about how the Holy Spirit illuminates your inside. So I want you to get this understanding that you must be spending time. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. Amen? What do you mean the spirit of man is a candle? Well, we don't use a candle now, right? We use like a light bulb, right? The spirit of the Lord is like a light bulb or a flashlight showing us in the internal place of our spirit. That's powerful because what you understand is that illumination is from the inside. Supernatural transformation is from the inside. Glory be to God. It's all on the inside. And what you have to understand is that you have to almost understand that where you communicate with the Holy Spirit. So I want you to kind of write some of this down. You communicate with the Holy Spirit in your spirit. Okay? It isn't in your head. It isn't with your intellect. This stuff makes no sense. Okay? Because I'm going to show you something. Now, you got to get this, right? That's why the tongues blows everybody out. Because they go, it doesn't make any sense. Well, Jesus told you it isn't going to make any sense. Being led by the Holy Ghost isn't going to make any sense either. But he's going to reveal things of the truth so you can understand who he is. Okay? So I want you to pull this in. And before I go certain places, I want you to look at this, okay? So let's look at these scriptures. They're going to help you, and you're going to like this. We're not spending enough time. The Spirit of God, why I wanted to spend these two days with you and why I kind of came back to Holy Spirit life, I really felt the Spirit of God was, 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 was letting me, um, he was uh, quickening me that we're not spending enough time with the Holy Ghost. The church worldwide is not. We're not spending enough time in his presence, whether it be for edification, exhortation. I'm going to show you tomorrow. Hopefully I can get to some of this today. Uh, you're, 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 some of you are still living in fear because you're not getting over in the Holy Ghost. Some of you are still living in doubt because you're not getting over in the Holy Ghost. Some of you are living in second guessing God because you're not getting over in the Holy Ghost. The, what the Spirit of God was laying upon my heart is he said, the reason why you got doubt is because you're not, getting over like sometimes you got to flip the switch and pray in the spirit for a little bit to get strong to believe again sometimes you got to flip the switch and pray in the holy ghost to stop second guessing the promises of god did he say it he'll do it we're getting spiritually weak you know this morning i i was i was, I was kind of just doing my thing and man these scriptures started hitting me and he was like the man with the perverse mouth breaks the hedge. The man who speaks wrong is not in alignment with the assignment. You know, and God was showing me, he's like, your mouth, your mouth, not, I'm not, wasn't just saying to me, I, I'm trying to watch my mouth, but he's saying your perverse lips, that's not, that's not cussing and dirtiness. That's doubt and unbelief. He's saying, you got to filter yourself. You got to wash through this process because if you're not careful, you're talking down, you know, your prayer life's even full of doubt. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm not trying to be mean, but you know, oh God, you know, no, no, no. We got to get over in the spirit again and start spending time allowing God to rub off on your life. 
Amen. And you got to get in there. And you got to, the praying in tongues is very important. But how many, you know, how many have been asking questions about the Holy Spirit? How many have been intimate with the Holy Spirit? Well, we're getting busy. You better get unbusy. You're too busy goofing off in this world doing stupid stuff when the Holy Ghost is waiting for you saying, come on. Now, I'm going to tell you something here now because I was, I was meditating in this. You're going to have to discipline yourself to spend time with God. This new church nonsense is like, it's goofy. I go to church 30 minutes a week. I don't really care if you go to church 30 minutes or 30 seconds. You better start spending time with the Holy Ghost away from church. Amen? And I'm not just talking about, I'm talking about leaning in and asking and getting there. So I'm going to show you some scriptures. They're going to help you. But you know what I'm saying. We're getting too far out and living life, living life without him. Amen? Amen? And that's important that you be careful about that because it's dangerous to get out there too far. And then look at John. We're going to look at this and every, all this stuff's passion. 14, 15. John 14, 15, and 16. And you take your time and I want you, don't, don't just read these things. You know, like, oh, I went to church and I heard the Bible. No, you don't just read them. You got to meditate in the word and marinate in it and hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Because until you really understand what the Spirit of God is saying, you, just, you, you, ain't, you ain't really, you're, it's going right by you, man. You got to meditate and kind of marinate and cultivate in this thing. So look what it says, right? Loving me empowers you to obey my commands. That's Jesus, right? Now watch this. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth. You understand that? Now he's only going to lead you to truth. Well, I know that. Well, then why ain't you asking him questions? Because we're scared we're not going to know the truth? Because we don't want to know the truth? I don't know, maybe. Maybe what you want, maybe, you know, people love to be lied to more than they like to hear the truth because I want what I want. No, stop. Are you scared to hear the truth? I mean, a lot of people don't want to face off with themselves. Like, you know, if you got like an attitude or something, you know what I mean? You're like, I'm just being serious, man. Like, I, I got stuff. If you got an attitude or something and you got to go face off with the Holy Ghost, he might just be like, hey, you got a lousy attitude, you know? I don't want to hear that. How am I, right? You want to hear that? I'd rather you lie to me. Tell me I'm wonderful. Amen. Praise the Lord. Look, look at this, right? And the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend just like me. That's a nice translation, isn't it? He will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him, but you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside of you. He's going to be with me, upon me, and he's going to be with me, in me. You ain't got to go looking far for God. God's living in you. You ain't got to be doing all this stuff. Well, where's God? He's inside of you, living and moving and having his being. Well, Pastor Chris, I can't believe that about me. Don't you know me? Don't you know who I am? I don't really care who you are. The Bible says that the moment you became born again, that the Holy Ghost came in your spirit. Now, listen, if you're spiritually dull, now I'm not being rude. I love you. But when you're spiritually dove, dull, you're not, you're not aware of the Holy Spirit's inward presence. Amen? I remember Brother Hagin, we were talk, he was talking about how to be led by the Spirit of God. He said he had his wallet, and he put $100 in his billfold in one of those secret compartments, and he, and he shut it up, and months had gone by, and he forgot about it. 
and he's teaching about how to be led by the Spirit of God. He said, you know, one day I just remembered that, 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 that $100 was in that bill. Months later, that $100 was in that secret compartment. He said, I have been carrying that money around for months, but I forgot all about it. That money was there. He probably could have used it at certain times. He totally forgot about it. How about that with the Holy Ghost? You've been carrying them around. Have you been leaning in? It's easy to get familiar and just walk around oblivious to having God on the inside of you, not leaning on the comforter, not resting and relying in the advocate, not going to the place of asking questions like he is the wisdom. He is the knowledge. He is the understanding. He's living on the inside of me. Amen. But if you're not spending constant contact with him, you'll, you'll become dull of him living on the inside of you. You'll forget that he wants to do great exploits for you. My God in heaven, you won't even check in. We don't got to check in up in the sky. God lives in. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the living God? Know ye not that the Holy Ghost is living on the inside of you? And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit within you will come upon you. That's when he does the exploits. That's when you do the manifestations. That's when you see the miracles. That's when you know God is in the midst. But I like what he said there. He said, you know him. Well, if you, yeah, you might know him, but guess what? He's living in you, but you got to spend time in his presence. Look what it says right here. I like this, right? How about John 16, 13? John 16, 13, and then we're going to look over here because he's got a lot of attributes, and then we're going to read some scriptures that are going to help you understand what God's got for you. Look what he says here. But when the truth giving spirit comes. That's all he's leading you to. What, why would we not be leaning into the Holy Ghost if all he's going to take me to the, is the truth? Why would we not be leaning in the Holy Ghost if all we're going to do is see the truth? Come on, you understand what I'm saying? He ain't going to take you nowhere else but the truth. Do you understand that? He's taking you to the truth. He's leading you to the truth. He's going to show you that there's no lies in him. Amen? The transparency of the Holy Ghost. He leads me to truth. He leads me to success. He's leading. Why are we leading ourselves? He says, for as many as are led. You're not supposed to be leading yourself. You got to check into the leader. You got to follow. You ever play follow the leader in your kid? Remember we played that goofy game? You got to follow the leader, right? The kids over here at the daycare do it. You know, you got one person, they all, well, they all follow the leader. You know, they do that thing over there. And I'm like, what? Isn't that funny? One person's leading, but everybody else is following. You got to follow the leader. He will unveil the reality of every truth within you, inside of you. Now, I know what some people do. They don't trust confidently that he's going to speak to them because they have not developed in the realm of the spirit. It's time to start developing his voice so you can understand. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a little different. A lot of people say the inward witness is the first understanding. I, 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 I don't agree with that. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm going to tell you what. God got me one day. I'll tell you this story. Let's just read this, and then I'm going to tell you what God showed me. Okay? Pop this up. He won't speak on his own. He'll never speak on his own. He speaks upon his behalf, but only what he hears from the Father. He will always reveal prophetically to you what is to come. He's going to show you the future. That's what He's trying to show you the future. I was, I was, I was getting sensitive um, with the Holy Ghost. And, and I love everything everybody says, and I know the inward witness is important. I know, I know we even talk about how the inward witness, I've been saying it for years, the inward witness is the, the, inward witness is the way God, you know, God kind of knowing, you got to kind of knowing is the number one way. Well, I had gotten sensitive, really building myself up, and uh, I was walking around the house one day, and I, I totally was oblivious of this, and I heard the Holy Spirit inside of my spirit said, don't forget that. 
Like, like I knew, I, it wasn't like audible, but I, knew, I heard it. Like, you better not forget. He quickened me and reminded me. And I was like, whoa. Like, I, had, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, hey, you better, it was like, you know, something like, go get your car keys kind of like clear. You know what I mean? Like, hey, go get your car keys. You better not leave without those. And I was like, man, I said, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I said, that was God because I had totally forgotten about what I was doing. And I was like, man. And then all of a sudden I said, I said, man, and the Holy Spirit said, I'm talking to you all the time. You just ain't paying attention. I said, okay, this will be good. Let's figure, this sounds like a real project. What do you mean? And that's when I felt in my heart, the Holy Spirit was like, I'm talking constantly. Heaven's talking constantly. Heaven is constantly communicating with the earth. But my people are dull or hearing. And I felt right then and there, I said, well, you're going to have to help me understand this. He said, he said, if I'm leading you to truth, and I'm taking you to the truth, and I'm taking you to the word, I'm constantly taking you to the word of God, trying to bring it to your remembrance, and each and every day, I'm bringing you to those truths. The now, wait a minute now. Is that a leading? No, it's not a leading. It's an audible speaking on the inside. Now, you don't hear it audibly. You got to be real careful here. I don't want you getting off in the deep end. Just hear what I'm saying. The Holy Spirit said what? I'm only going to say... I'm going to tell you, we're so dull, we got to get the nudging and the knowing. He's saying first. I, I didn't even want to believe this when I first heard it, but I'm right, because the Bible clearly says it. He says, I only say. What do you mean you only say? I only say what I hear my father say, and I only do actions. The saying. What do you mean the actions? That's the exploits. I only say internally what my father tells me to say. Now, we catch it in the nudging, in the knowing, but we should catch it in the hearing, in the seeing. And I only do, what's that? What do you mean you do? What does he do? I only do what I've seen my father do. Actions are the gift side saying the leading side. I said, you got to be kidding me. I said, then why do, we, why, do, why, why do we go off the knowing? He said, you go off the knowing because you miss the hearing. You're not sensitive enough. You're not in my frequency to hear. And because you're so fast and so running around and dull, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to me, and so dull. Remember back in the day, every once in a while you ever have to tune something in? Back in the day in the car, we didn't have like the digital. You had the dial. You remember? And you got to like turn it just right to get that thing right. That's the same thing you got to do with the Holy Ghost. Now, let me tell you what jacks you up, your attitude. Because here's the thing. It, it, you got to realize something. Your frequency is more clear with God when you're doing what God told you to do. Your, your frequency becomes dull because you're not doing, like watch this. If I'm not, if I'm not walking in love, I'm dull in my hearing. If I'm not walking by faith, I'm dulling my hearing. This is what the most powerful thing for you and me to see is, is that every benefit of praying in tongues eradicates the things that I'm getting dull in. When I pray in tongues, I build my faith. When I pray in tongues, I edify myself. When I pray in tongues, I wash myself. When I pray in tongues, I build up my most holy faith. When I pray in tongues, I'm fixing my love walk. When I pray in tongues, I'm adjusting my attitudes and mindset. He's rubbing off. When I pray in tongues. So if you're not praying in tongues, you're getting duller 
and duller and duller. Why? Because we get contaminated from the world because we don't always choose, choose like we said this, we make bad choices. I'm getting choosing choices messed up. We make bad choices because we decide not to be doers of the word, which is dangerous. And then we got to make sure we eradicate that kind of behavior through obedience. Sometimes I don't want to do it. Sometimes I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So what happens is I, 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 I kind of neander in things. I don't have to neander. And I said, all right, we'll prove it. Uh, he said, well, he said, and I say, I'm going to show you things to come. He's saying it. So why are we getting the, 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 the knowing on the inside, the knowing, the witness, the inward witness? We're getting the inward witness, I believe, as the compassion of God because we're, we're, we're not hearing I don't care how I get it. I just want to get it. But I started fine-tuning the hearing because I want to hear. So what do I got to do? I got to get my conscience to be more open to what the Spirit of God is saying. That's going to happen when we start becoming more spiritually sensitive. Well, how do you become spiritually sensitive? Every, and I'm going to show you something, too. In the book of Proverbs, you don't have to go there. It basically reveals the fool as an individual does not pursue the wisdom of God. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't that a big a deal. Yeah, well, that's what all the fools say. Now, you're not a fool. I'm not trying to be mean. You know what I'm not, But you know what I'm saying? The Bible starts all about the foolish man doesn't seek after wisdom. This foolish man doesn't go after God. The foolish man. If you read like Proverbs all the way through and you start reading a proverb a day and you'll start seeing the pattern of a fool is he's not what? He's not pursuing God's presence anywhere. So I don't want to be foolish. So when you start pursuing God's presence, people that are foolish are going to look at you and go, oh, you ain't got to pray in tongues like that. You don't know you do because you're what? You're spiritually trying to sustain a level of spirituality that most people don't want to go after. But I want to go after it because I want to walk in leading. I want to walk in the leading of the Holy Ghost no matter what's going on. Because he said, I'm going to lead you to all truth. I want to get to truth. I don't want to live in no lie. I want to live in the truth, and so do you. So as we cultivate this relationship, it's going to be because we put our spiritual foot forward. Amen? I love this stuff, because this is really going to help you if you pull this in. Look what it says in John 16, 7. Passion's great. I've been thinking he's a divine encourager. He's a divine reminder of truth. He's a divine revealer of truth. He is divine. Look what he says. But here's the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I don't go away, the divine encourager will not be released to you. But after I depart, I will send them to you. Divine encourager, who's that? That's the Holy Ghost. How many need to be encouraged? You know what I'm saying? I, you got to tap into the Holy Ghost to be encouraged of the Lord. You got to tap into the ability of heaven to be encouraged. Say, look, I'm not, I'm not encouraged. I'm getting a little down. Well, when's the last time you tapped into the divine encourager? I'm getting a little despondent. When's the last time you tapped into the divine encourager? My God, you know, they said to me, Pastor Chris, you know, you busy, busy, busy. You're going to burn, you know, but these guys would burn out and they need to take breaks and all that. Listen, I'm not knocking you, you know what I mean? Take a break, knock yourself out. Take a break for as long as you want. Everybody should take a break. I think taking a break is great. And I, and I love it, take a break. But I, I'm, I'm so high in the Holy Ghost. I mean, take a break from what? God? I don't need a break from God. 
I need, maybe you need a break from people or something. Go take a vacation. But I don't need no break from God. I'm going to stir myself up. I'm encouraging myself. I don't need you to encourage me. I encourage myself. Uh, you're a little extreme. No, I'm spiritual. You're dull. You know what I mean? Pastor Chris, you're going to get encouraged? I'm going to encourage myself. I'm going to go spend some time. with. When's the last time you spent some time with the divine encourager? You just worship him and say, Jesus, I worship you. I love you, Jesus. Lift your hands in the air and let the Holy Ghost hit you. Uh, you're one of those tongue talkers. Yeah, I'm a tongue talker, devil casting out, demon slaying, giving, prospering, miracle working. What are you supposed to be? Defeated? De 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 half dead, you deflated, you got God living in you. How in the world can you have God living in you and you be depressed? How in the world can you have God living in you and you got fear? How in the world do you got God living in you and you got unbelief? How in the world do you got God living in you and you don't have no faith? Are you kidding me? We don't even know what we got. Well, I'm not. Now, listen, you might go be going through a season of this stuff. It's okay. You stay, oh, I, I, you know, I got these people want to come in here and say, well, you know, I got, these people want to live there. They want to stay there. Pastor Chris, you're all excited. No, man, stop talking about my God and making them small to fit your box that you live in in your mind. He's bigger than it all. Supernatural power to set your mind free. I was talking to Dr. Rob. You know, he lost his mind. And I said, um, you, 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 he said, yeah, I was, in a, I was in a nut house, and I lost my mind. It was gone. And I got saved. And I said, okay. What happened? What, what did you do? He said, well, I came out, and I had Jesus. And then I had to begin the process to renew my mind. So okay. What'd you do? I'd pace the floor, saying what God said about me. See, here's the thing. Everybody, everybody, everybody goes, where's the bar? Then we hear what we got to do to get there, and then everybody goes, well, I'll just stay here. Don't give me this that don't work. It works every time, all the time, the same time, every time, no matter how nuts you are, wherever you're at, or whatever's going on, or what's happening. And I don't say that mean. Please understand me. I'm just saying, whatever you're going through, man, don't limit what, he, I'm talking about God living in you. I said, what did you do? He said, I paced the floor and said what God said about me and prayed in the Holy Ghost till it stuck. So you gotta, you gotta realize, man, that the ability of heaven is waiting on your behalf. But if you leave spiritual responsibility there, you cannot rise to the level of where God wants to put you. So it's time to start saying, look, I'm not dealing with this stuff no more. I'm not putting up with this kind of life. I'm not putting up with this kind of mindset. I'm not trying to put up with any of these problems. I'm not putting up with this weakness. I'm not putting up with this lack of a bit. I'm not living with addiction no more. I'm not living with mind, mind dealing anymore. I'm not living in doubt and unbelief. I'm not living in this place. Of this. I'm going to live in the miraculous realm of God, and I'm going to produce it because God said I can have it in the Holy Ghost. Come on, the divine encourager. How in the heaven are you going to spend time with the divine encourager and not come out blessed? How are you going to spend time with the divine encourager and not come out victorious? How are you going to spend time with the divine encourager and not come out like you're a champion on the inside? How in the heaven can you spend time with the divine encourager and then walk out to under, what, defeated? You can't be spending time with him. But if you spend time with him, he'll rub off. 
supernatural ability being released onto you so you could do supernatural things. Amen? Look at this one. You want to see another one? I like this one too. Mm. There's a good one. I like this. He's a divine revealer of the hidden. Look at Luke 10, 21. Now, what do you mean he's going to reveal the hidden? Well, I'm going to show you here, right? Luke 10, 21 shows you this. Then Jesus overflowing with the Holy Spirit's anointing of joy. Come on, somebody. How are you going to spend time with the Holy Spirit of joy and not be happy? You know what I'm saying? How in the world are you going to spend time with the Holy Ghost uh, who is joy and not come out with joyful? Come on, man. Look, man, if, you're, if life's knocking you down, start, not, start swinging back. Look, what? He said what? Thank you, Father, for your Lord supreme over heaven and earth. You have hidden the great revelation of his authority from those who are proud. But those wise in their own eyes are in trouble. And you have shared it with these who have humbled themselves. Yes, Father, this is what pleases your heart and the very way you've chosen to extend your kingdom, to give to those who become like trusting children. Man, I like that. Go to the first part of that, though. Let me show you something right here. Go back to that first part. Overflowing with the Holy Spirit's anointing, you have hidden great revelation of authority. He's going to reveal hidden things when you're humble. Now you say, well, I'm going to get it on my own. You can't. See, every time you divest God's system of doing it, you're prideful. Now, this is going to blow you out. Someone say, well, you know, I don't know about the Holy Ghost. You know, I'm going I'm to do it my way. You're full of pride. You're saying God's system of pulling it off is not the system you're going to use. Therefore, now you might not know. Sometimes we're a little bit ignorant. We don't know. But if I sit there and go, well, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. You know, I'm gonna, no, I got to have the Holy Ghost. See, that's why he says he confounded the wisdom of the wise. Most people tell you, well, I'm not praying in no Holy Ghost. I'm not praying in no Holy Ghost. I'm not going to do that. I don't understand. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. We'll get you filled with the Holy Ghost tomorrow. You can call the ministry. You can come to the church. We'll call you wherever you are in your world, and we'll pray for you. You're going to get the Holy Ghost, but you got to have the Holy Ghost. Well, you say, well, I'm not into all that. Well, then you just keep doing it on your own and see how that works out. You're not going to live a spiritually strong life. You can't. Amen? That's why we're talking about getting back to the basics of the Holy Ghost. Look at this 1 Corinthians 2.6. These scriptures will change your life. We're going to read 2.6 through 16. We read a lot when we read this, but I don't care. 1 Corinthians 2.6, and you know this one. This one's life-changing, man. This has been summit transformation. So this is why you got to pay attention when I'm reading the Bible, because this is better than anything I got. There is a wisdom. Now you got to go slow. There is a wisdom that we continue to speak of when we're among the spiritually mature. How many spiritually mature? He said, this is the wisdom. What kind of wisdom? That's the knowledge of God. He said, I'm giving you the knowledge of God uh, to spiritually mature people. Hopefully you can hear this. What is it? It's wisdom that did not originate in this present age, nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. That was pretty deep, wasn't it? He said, you didn't get this from the world, this wisdom I'm going to give you. What wisdom is that? We continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden in a mystery. He got hidden, he got hidden wisdom that you're going to speak out mysteries. You know what 1 Corinthians 14 says? Verse 2, he that speaketh unto, he that speaketh in tongues speaketh not unto men but unto God, how be it in the spirit he speaks mysteries. 
talking about the Holy Ghost. Look, you're going to, remember this, don't you ever forget this. You're going to sow in tears. Yeah, you are. Most people can't get beyond the sowing in tears. It looks like I'm doing it, nothing happened. You'll reap in joy. Just hang in there. You're going to sow decades. I sowed years of, of tears, thinking nothing was happening. I'm, I'm living in what's happening now from years ago because I didn't have a problem with sowing in tears. It works. It's got to work. If it don't work, the whole thing's a junk bunk. We might as well just quit. It's the truth. You understand? Come on. Hidden in the mystery. It is a secret plan destined before the ages to bring us into glory. Woo, come on. None of this pre rulers of this present world understood it. For if they would, they never would have crucified the Lord's shining glory. They said if they knew what he was talking about, spiritual stuff, they never would have crucified him. See, they thought he was, they thought he was, he was balonian, you know. Oh, this guy's going to raise from the dead. He says he's the Christ. He said before Abraham was, he is. They looked at his spiritual talk like it was garbage and said, he's a nitwit. That's what they thought. They thought Jesus had devils for crying out loud. They're like, this nitwit, it's the truth. You could get over it when you want, ride, get over it on the ride home. Come on, I don't know what you got to do. They thought he was crazy. They would have never crucified him if they would have believed what he said to be the truth. So you got to believe what he said to be the truth to change your life. We're not denying it, but we better start what? Sell all the way out in it and get it. None of these rulers would have did it. Why? Watch verse 9. Watch verse 9. This is why the scripture says. Now, you better get ready. We've been using this scripture for a while. The scripture says things never discovered or heard before. That's, that's, that's yours. Things never discovered or heard. Were these things never discovered and never heard? Things beyond your ability to imagine. Remember we talked about this? Things never discovered about my life, about my future, about my family, about everything around me. Things I do not know how to discover. They're waiting for me. Things I never heard. Heard about me, heard about my family, heard about my future, heard about the church, heard about you. Things I never heard. Things I don't have the ability to imagine. Are you with me? What in the world? How am I going to get the ability to imagine things? He said, I cannot have the ability to imagine without spending time with him. And you're like, well, where is it? Go spend time with him. He'll show you how to imagine them things you could not imagine on yourself. These are the many things God has in store for them who what? Love him. Now watch this. Now, now remember this? You all should remember this. If you don't remember this, you should pay attention. But God now unveils these profound realities by the Spirit. Did you get that? He said, I got all that reality waiting for you in the Spirit. Not in the natural, not in your head, not in your, your dumb friends that want to tell you, well, you go to church on Sunday. <laughs> Why are you watch a global summit online? Some of you, I'm telling you, you need a checkup from your neck up. You're hanging around with ding-dongs, and you're like, well, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, I just want, I want to fit in with everybody. I don't want to fit in with nobody unless they're spiritually going someplace. You want to have friends. I can't tell my friends this. Yeah, we'll get, get new friends. Yes, he revealed to us his innermost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Ghost. Read that again slow. How does he 
reveal profound realities? How does he reveal the innermost heart? How does he reveal the deepest mysteries? Through the Holy Ghost. So what are you leaving on the table by not spending time with the Holy Ghost, developing this relationship of hearing the truth? Now, you ain't got to be praying in tongues 19 hours a day, but you got to be spiritually aware of God living in you and check in. Hey, where is it at? Hey, what do I got to know? Who constantly explores all things, the Holy Ghost. He's very inquisitive. He's constantly exploring every day. Come on, man. Look at verse 11. We ain't done. After all, now watch this, right? He's talking about the Holy Ghost. Nine, remember we talked about this? 10, 11. After all, who can really see in you? Can you even see in your own heart? You can't. You don't even know what's in you. You ever act ugly and go, man, I didn't know I had the capacity to do that. And you like, see, you're like, man, where's that been? He's in there meddling around. He can see into your heart and he knows what? He knows it all. His hidden impulses except for that person's spirit. So it is with God, his thoughts and secrets are one fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. Well, ain't that something? Who can really see into a person's heart and know the hidden impulses except that what? Person's spirit. So it is with God, his thoughts and secrets are fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. Keep going, watch this. For we do not receive the spirit of the world system, but the spirit of God. He's saying you do not have a world system mentality. That ain't how you do it. You got the spirit of God system mentality. And understand, experience, all that grace has lavished upon us. Oh, that's nice. Here we go. And we articulate. Now, articulate's a fancy word for speak. We articulate these realities with words. Words from where? Imparted to us by the Spirit. And not words taught with human wisdom. Now, that's tongues and the Bible. You understand that? You got to call things. When you call things... Those are realities of words imparted by the Spirit. They, the words I speak in you, they are spirit and life. When you call upon the Word of God, you speak into the Spirit. When you say what God says, you're speaking to the Spirit. When you pray in tongues, you're speaking to the Spirit. By the Spirit. Not with words taught by human wisdom. We join together Spirit-revealed truths with Spirit-revealed words. Come on, that's Holy Ghost. Look at 14. You can keep going. Someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's Spirit. Stop right there, man. That's it, right there. What? I don't understand all this. That's because you were what? You're living on a human level. I'm not living on a human level. I'm living on a supernatural level. I'm not going to get up every day and pray in the Holy Ghost. Human level. I'm not reading that by human level. I'm not going to church, human level. I'm not going to give none of my, I ain't giving none of my money, human level. I'm not going to go do that. I ain't partnering with PC neither, Pastor Chris, human level. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm lightening it up, but you know what I'm saying, human level. For they make no sense to him. 
Why? He can't understand these revelations of the Spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of the Spirit. It's in you, man. You got to let the light shine. Didn't we say the Holy Ghost is the candle or the light bulb on the inside, illuminating, trying to show you what's up? Well, you can even go to 15. You can read the whole way through. Those who live in the Spirit are what? They're able to do what? Those who live in the Spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things. And they are subject, what? They are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. So they judge everything. Look at 16. For who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord Yahweh well enough to become his counselor? Christ has, and we possess Christ's perceptions. What's he saying, man? He said, listen, there's a spirit world waiting for you to tap into through the word of God and the Holy Ghost. And until you start making that commitment to position yourself to be like, I'm going to be a person of the spirit, you are going to become an entirely human person of the flesh. And you got to stop doing it. And this is why we started. And tomorrow I'm going to come back and tell you about this because this is important. It's enough for one night because, you know, now you got to activate it because then I come back, preach for nine hours and you guys forget what I said. So here's my thing. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you about truth every single minute of your day, every single circumstance, every single situation, every single thing. Why are we not, why are we not hearing what he's saying or why are we not checking in? Why are we not conscious of the Holy Ghost? Because even though he's in us, that's not enough. Just like that $100 bill in your pocket, you could be carrying something around and not even know you're carrying it. You have to become conscious of him. And the way to become conscious of him, I really believe you start this off by acknowledging him. You have to start getting into inviting him into your day. You know, I think Benny Hinn wrote that book, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. It's a good book, whether you're into it or not. But what he's saying, he would get up every day and say, Good morning, Holy Spirit. You got to get conscious of God living in you. You praying in tongues makes you conscious of God living in you. You flipping the switch, go Well, that ain't me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, show me. Holy Spirit, you got to check in. See, we got all this. How many of you pray every day? Well, you pray in, you know, in the clouds sometimes. How about check in with the guy on the inside? How many of you, you know, praying this and do this or stay conscious of God each and every day? Wait a minute, time out. How about we start rolling with God all day long? Lead me to the truth. Lead me to the place. Lead me to the path. Lead me to the promise. What, what's going on? Help me get to truth. Help me get there. The more you start cultivating this relationship with the Holy Spirit, the more your spiritual life is going to take on a whole new meaning and a whole new vision is going to be birthed because you're not going to be limited by natural human life. You're going to be exalted in the position to walk out supernatural spiritual life. So I'm going to pray for you. And I believe this. I believe that some of you, this is the reason why you're here. This is the reason why you're watching tonight is that you're going to reconnect with the Holy Spirit and you're going to start this journey all over again. Sometimes, you know, the Bible says that we have to, um, we have to really um, go back. You know what I mean? Go back. You know, look, everybody in that Bible did it. David had a season 
He was sleeping. Peter had a season. He was a mess. Jesus had to go find him. Moses had a season wandering in a desert. Every one of these guys had a season. Like Paul, the apostle, spent years with Gamaliel. You know what I mean? Being trained. And there's a season when sometimes we, I don't know if they were dull. I don't know what it was. I don't even know if it was good, bad, or indifferent. I don't really care. But everybody has a season when you kind of separate from God consciousness and you got to reconnect to it. Everybody's got a season. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, Elijah, right? He's hiding. Something, you know, it wasn't working right, right? Elisha spent the season towards the end when he was in isolation. Everybody kind of goes through a place when it looks like, you know, I'm, I'm striving in my relationship with God to keep connection, even though it looks like maybe I'm separate. Well, the apostle Paul had to do it. He was training. He was, Jesus had to do it. His father led him he grew in wisdom and stature and humility and knowledge and understanding. Why? Because there's a season when you have, to, you have to present yourself before God to stay connected to God. Because not that God's not connected to you, but it's in your consciousness that you create the reality of communication with God. It's not because God's touching you. It's because you're touching God. You understand what I'm saying? You got to get that. Sometimes God's not touching you, but you got to reach out and touch God. He's there. But you got to reach out and touch him. You got to pursue him. You have to seek him while he can be found. Amen? So I'm going to pray for you. You're going to take your spiritual life. These next two nights are going to take your spirit life to a whole new level. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person watching tonight. I thank you, Lord, that the spirit of God that's here is touching them right there. I thank you that they're becoming reawakened to the Holy Ghost. This might be brand new for them. This might be a start over for some. This might be a brand new beginning for others. I don't know whatever it is you need to do to connect you and them. Let them make the stretch of faith to reach out and touch you. And Father, when they do, I know you're going to reach back and touch them. Let them see that the pursuit of your presence is worth everything. Even though we sow in tears, we will reap in joy. There'll be a season of when there's nothing looks like it's moving. It's not a wasted moment. It's never wasted time. It's always productive for our spiritual future. And may we be a conscious. And just like we said, good morning, Holy Spirit. Wake us up each and every day with a fresh revelation of you living in us. And let us communicate with you, commune with you, ask questions of you. And let this spirit life take on a whole new journey like never before. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Praise the Lord, guys. Listen, man, I love you. I'm so, so happy we got to spend time together. We just pray to storm away in Jesus' name. Let the Holy Ghost go blow on it and get rid of it. And we are going to be back tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, online summit, only online due to the weather. I didn't want to, like, drag people out. Praise be to God. I know you're having a great time. But cultivate that relationship and take it to a whole new level. We'll see you tomorrow night. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.